Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators, and Happy New Year to everyone out there. Yes, it's been a, a couple of weeks since we've been live here uh, on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Um, for those of you who uh, haven't been following me for a long time, most of those who have actually been with me know that I take off the last two weeks of the year. It's kind of just our standard practice. The station goes dark. I don't do shows. It's my time to take off. I mean, other times during the year too, though this year, you know, it was interesting. Once uh, we took the time off, my wife and I were thinking about it and we've been pretty much working steadily since March. I mean, we, we pivoted our business, went virtual, went online right away. And we, because we're working from home and and things have just been very different than before, hadn't realized really how much we'd been busy working and and sort of uh, holding on to all that stress. And so during these two weeks, it was really a lesson for me in the the need, even when you're working from home, especially when you're working from home that sometimes we don't realize it, but yes, like things can be stressful. Things can be difficult. And uh, it's important to take time off to relax. And and it was interesting because uh, on one of the other shows earlier this week on employment law today, which is on Tuesdays at five on talk radio NYC, uh, uh, the guest was talking about how, people need to take time off and take a personal day and take time off even more than ever before because we are under more stress. Even to, no matter where you are, no matter what you do, there's still this underlying little bit of stress of this, a little bit of fear about getting sick, of catching the virus, of what's going on in the world that kind of is is in the background of everything that we do. So we don't realize that that adds a little extra level of stress that we didn't used to have. So it's important to take care of yourself, practicing self-care. You guys all know I'm a big believer in self-care uh, and, and the importance of it. So I just wanted to say that I do have my quotes of the day and we do have a guest today. Um, for those of you who saw my newsletter, I said I didn't have a guest just because my original guest canceled on me. And then uh, I have a dear, dear friend who I'm looking forward to bringing on in, in just a, a couple of minutes. But first, of course, first of the year, our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have to kick us off for the new year. First, from the universe. There can only be a need for forgiveness when first there is blame. There can only be blame when first there is misunderstanding. Kung Fu, the universe. Ooh, like those sneaky quotes from the universe. Trying to help us to see that really blame comes from misunderstanding. And indeed, in my experience... Probably anywhere from 70 to 80% of the challenges and difficulties and not such wonderful feelings we come across on a daily basis come from misunderstanding. Misunderstanding can come from miscommunication. Miscommunication can come from not having enough presence, from a number of different things. 
But there is not a need to blame if we're truly understanding the situation and what's going on. And what I believe the universe is trying to let us know today is that when there is misunderstanding, then there is no need for blame. There is no need to make anybody or anything wrong. That when there is understanding, we can find a way to communicate and work together and work things out. And this, to me, is a really important message. And one, especially given recent events, is one we can all take to heart. Let's, as the old expression goes, let's seek first to understand, then to be understood. And I kind of feel like, you know, over the next few weeks, we're going to be entering into a time where it's going to be necessary for us to reach out to people who don't necessarily think the way we think, who don't believe what we believe, uh, and to people that we need to find some common ground because I'm a big believer. And I've said this many times on the show that now we need, is more important than ever before to come together instead of be divided. So wonderful quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Your joy factor will remain constant as you are continually refining your ideas of what you want and why it's so important for you to get everybody else out of the equation. They've got their own game going on. They don't understand your game. Give them a break. Stop asking them what they think. Stop paying attention. Start paying attention to how you feel. Joy will be yours immediately and everything else that you have ever thought would make you happy will start flowing seamlessly effort seemingly effortlessly into your experience all right so what is abraham talking about here talking about when we're seeking our own joy when we're seeking being in alignment with who and what we truly are. We will naturally start to stop considering what other people think about us, how they are feeling, and and what they are putting on us. Because let's face it, everybody is putting stuff on us all the time. Our parents, our family, our friends, our coworkers, our, our, our community, everybody has different expectations of us. And I've said this before many times, we cannot stand on our head in enough different positions and contort ourselves in enough different ways to make everybody else in our lives happy with us. It's impossible. There's a lesson in that. And that lesson is Other people's happiness is not our responsibility. Our responsibility is our own happiness, our own joy, our own alignment with that underlying stream of of just well feeling well. And oftentimes that stream gets misdirected, gets interrupted because we're worrying about what someone else thinks. We're worrying about, oh my God, how are they going to react if I do this or do that? 
not your job, not, not your responsibility. The same way, nobody else is responsible for our happiness, for our joy. So when we can, in a sense, take ownership back and, and take authority over our own internal emotional world and not make it anybody else's responsibility, then nobody else's emotional world is our responsibility. And then we can truly live joyfully, even in the middle of a chaotic situation, even when everything around us seems to be falling apart, we can still live in a way that uplifts us, that inspires us, that causes us to show up in, in a manner that instead of being responsible for anyone else, we can actually end up being a role model. We can actually be an inspiration to others. We can't change anybody else and we're not responsible for anyone else. But when we show up more true to ourselves, um, when we show up more uh, faithful to our own energy, then we're, we're really contributing to this world in, in such a beautiful way. So two wonderful, amazing, beautiful quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I think rather apropos for my wonderful guest who I would like to introduce to you, who I, I just, and he's just kind of a last minute thing that I asked Eddie to kind of come on and, and he managed to squeeze the time into his schedule. So, so thank you. Uh, a brother for making the time to come on today. Um, so let me introduce to you, Eddie Rodriguez. Um, how do you pronounce your middle name, Eddie? Aditya. Aditya. Eddie Aditya Rodriguez, also known as Medicine Whisperers. And he's been studying energy medicine for over 20 years. As a shapeshifter, his spiritual path and work has expanded, deepened, and evolved in several key parallel directions and dimensions, such as shamanic studies, ethnogen facilitator, yoga, nuclear engineering consultant. I didn't know that. Ooh, uh, Alchemy, Reiki master, light ascension, emotional intelligence, neuroscience, and a wonderful musician as well. And it is my pleasure to have him on the Conscious Consultant Hour today. Welcome, Eddie. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for inviting me. Happy oh, to be here with you. Beautiful. I've been, I've been looking forward to having getting you on the show one way or another uh, over the past uh, several years. So um, I, I, I want to get into our topic, but I think I'll wait till after our, our first break because we're going to have a break in a, in a few minutes. Um, uh, but I just wanted to ask you just, I always love to ask my guests like their path of, of how did you get on this spiritual path? Like, was there some big incident? Was it uh, some interest that you always had? Was it something you were brought up with or was it something that hit you out of left field and then made you open your eyes and go, Oh, I, I think I should pay attention to this. Good question. That's uh, it's, it's, um, it's my it's my upbringing. When I was a young, very young, I was I was born uh, as a in, in my cultural background as a Catholic, mm -hmm. and when I was going to church as a young kid, eight nine years old, I just not couldn't couldn't connect with with the uh, with, with my religious background. So I always been very curious curious about what else is there that can connect me with my own personal being. I, I always felt 
there was something more in, uh, integrated with me, within me, that needs to be that I know that it's not out there from and uh, and and uh, to be searched for or to be bought to. So mm-hmm. that 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 kind of took me away from um, um, my the religion I, I grew up in, and I couldn't mm-hmm. tell my parents about it because they always, always tell me that I had to go to church every week, mm-hmm. every weekend. So I just behind behind the scenes, I was I I, I entered a martial arts um, academy where they started teaching me Eastern philosophy, Eastern uh-huh. ways of thinking, Taoism, Buddhism. And stuff like that, and that interested me only more because I felt I was more connected within myself. Mm. So, Beautiful. so that's that that started me. I've always been curious about what was out, what was more out there, and what was more within me mm. that needed to be more revealed. And and it, it started at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, so that, not not dissimilar to myself. They tell most people like I was brought up Jewish, but early on I kind of like just felt like there was no spirit in, in the religion. And I saw a lot of hypocrisy. So I got very turned off by it. But then I had some experiences in high school that like were just unexplainable at the time to me that made me kind of open my eyes and say, well, I don't know what the truth is, but there's definitely got to be more than just this physical world that our senses bring to us. And that kind of started me on my path kind of, you know, maybe my last couple of years of high school and then into college when I got thrown onto my, I got thrown yeah. into the deep end of the way back when. Definitely. Awesome. All right. So, so Eddie, we're going to take a quick break. Sure. And when we come back, <clears throat> let's start talking about the, the shamanic studies a little bit and, and the four directions and how uh, people can use these four I like to call them the four archetypes um, because they're related and we'll, we'll talk about all of that and then what people can do to use them to really help them to have a better life moving forward into 2021. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. And uh, on the Facebook live, Sanaya, I do see you there. Thank you. It's good to be back. And Patty, always good to have my loyal listeners uh, on the Facebook live. Thank you for, for tuning in and everybody else, please stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity live here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, 
all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. It's our first show of 2021. It's good to be back. It's wonderful to see all the listeners and everybody on the Facebook Live. And my guest today is a dear, dear friend, Medicine Whisperers, also known as Eddie Rodriguez. Um, you're a nuclear engineer, Eddie? You were a nuclear engineer? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I studied, oh, wow. I studied I engineering. I started out with civil engineering, mechanical, and then went to nuclear. Wow. Wow. I was actually went to an engineering school for my first year of college. <laughs> I was oh, like, beautiful. Uh, um, what, uh, now you've been sort of on the spiritual path for, for a while. Like you said, you got involved with young, what brought you to sort of the shamanic end of things? Because it, it's interesting for me because I was also on a very spiritual path, but I only really started looking seriously into the shamanic paths in the last six and a half, seven years. Uh, I was born into into this path um, while I was doing all these other things of uh, of schooling, playing music, drumming a lot. Uh. And I was always drawn into the Native American drumming. And uh, um, I started, uh, I got into anthropology a little bit and I started following uh, an anthropologist called Carlo Castaneda. I don't know if you know. Oh, Castaneda, of course. Castaneda, yes, I read yeah. his books back in the 70s. <laughs> exactly. That's when I started, back in the 70s. I started reading these books, and that kind of inspired me in, in his teachings and what he was teaching, uh, the art of attention, the art of impeccability, the art of obtaining personal power. And that brought me to a different level during my other modalities, of things that I was doing. So there I kind of felt like, wow, I'm, I'm heading toward, towards a path here that I know that one day I'll be doing myself. Mm. And, and um, so I just started with Carlo Castaneda reading his books and reading Don Wang's teachings and, yeah. and following Castaneda's uh, uh, path into who he was becoming. Because he didn't know, he didn't know, he didn't yeah. know nothing about what he was doing until he got into it and then fell into his lap. And this is what he... Uh, wrote about and yeah that's how, I, that's how it started for me wow wow beautiful beautiful but then I, I see, yeah. so um let, let, let's let's start getting into it because because although we it's an hour show it's really not a lot of time um one of the important or one of the aspects of the shamanic work is honoring the four directions let, let, let's talk about that. Why are the four directions, northeast, southwest, so important? What do they represent? And, and, and why should be, we be more conscious or more aware of them? Um, the four directions basically really come from what's called the medicine wheel. 
The medicine wheel is very traditional in main, in many indigenous cultures. I've traveled all around the world and you always see some sort of medicine wheel type of teachings. In Native American, they call it the medicine wheel and they always call it the sacred, or they, or they call it the sacred hoop. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a tradition that every, every tribe follows at, at, from, from the individual to the community. Mm-hmm. And this sacred wheel, for example, could be um, stones around a campfire, mm-hmm. um, people, a circle of people communicating. And then this is your own, your own, and for your own personal healing, it's a direction where you can start your healing. And the four directions, like I, if you want to go a little bit more forward, it's basically the four directions is for the physical, the mental, um, uh, the spiritual, mm-hmm. and um, the emotional. And the emotion, exactly. Right, right, yeah. And in, in the tradition that I follow, we talk about heart, mind, body, and spirit. And 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 I've seen that there are a couple of different. I know, like the way my teacher does it, it's a little bit different than than uh, most traditions. But they're all, to me, they're all kind of related. And so uh, my teacher says that like 90% of our work is first just bringing people back to feel safe in their heart, to be good in their emotional side of things. And then you can go to body and you can go to mind and you can go to spirit. But because we've experienced so much trauma in this society and because we've you know, and kind of felt like it's not safe to be in our hearts, that that's a, a, a big part of the work. Totally. Totally. Yes. That's, I totally agree with that. And that's why the, that's why in the tradition that I learned, the Peruvian um, Inca, um, the South is considered the serpent. We, we all, mm. when we call the, the four directions, the winds of the South is, you know, it's, it's acknowledging your emotions, what's going on with your life, what traumas, what fears have grasped you, has, 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 uh, has gone into your body that, that made you so unsafe, so unbalanced. Right. And that needs to all be revealed, like what you talk about in much, much in your book. But all that shadow stuff needs to be revealed, needs to be recognized, acknowledged. But yes, I totally agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and... Uh, when, um, so, so we, we first want to come to the South, right? To the heart. Um, in our tradition, I don't know if it's the same with you. The North is mind. The, I always get it wrong. I think the East is body and the West is spirit. Um, and so, uh, uh, and, and because the mind and the heart are sort of complementary. And, and as the, the expression goes, the, the, my, um, the mind should be the heart's soldier. But in, in the West, we've so glorified the mind, we've so put on a pedestal intellect, and that we think it's the, the ultimate. And then we discount sort of the physical and the, and the, and the emotional and the spiritual, if, and we subjugate it to the mind. But the mind actually isn't very good at making decisions, right? Our mind makes decisions for us all day long, and they're usually pretty bad, and it never even apologizes. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, in every tradition, the, the, the directions uh, could be different for, 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 uh, for many um, 
uh, circles, like for, 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 from what you studied, it um, it could be different in, in the uh, as far as emotion, physical, in different directions. For me, in my in the tradition I learned, this, the the uh, getting into the south of the physical, you also have to um, um, recognize, like like I said before, once you start the emotions, then you go into the west. The west for me is the jaguar, and that's recognizing that you roam the earth. And what did you? What are you rolling with? What belief systems have you acquired for yourself, mm. and that you need to release? And the north for me is the um, is the ancestors. Is is the path of the hummingbird, the long path of the journey, that takes courage, and and the ancient ones are there to give us the wisdom of words, and the ancestors are before and after and and right here, right now with us. And the east would be the ego condo where we can, the sunrise, where we can see with vision from the, um, uh, with the third eye in the heart. And what are, and how are we responding to our future? And what are we bringing to our future? And how do we see our destiny? What world are we dreaming um, to be in? What are you dreaming, you know, what are you dreaming for? So, it's yeah, it's mm. different for every every circle, right? Every wheel of um, yeah, right, right. They're they're different, but they're they're all helpful. And, but they're all and helpful, take exactly. Something all... from them, right, right. So 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 let's just let's start with the south with okay. the, the serpent, the emotional. What can people do? And again, I, I want this to be something that really supports people through this coming year and and the challenges we've been through last year. So what? what what tools what 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 um uh, exercises processes can we be more conscious of when coming to our emotional uh heart uh to support us in in this time right this you know um as as we go into this new uh, new um new new year and even a new day um the realization that you know we all have it we all have emotions we we live we we are physical beings we're human beings with emotions and how do you deal with all these emotions and in order to do that um you have to identify these emotions you have to sit with yourself you have to sit with your feelings and feel your feelings you cannot you cannot just say well i'll do this and hopefully my feelings will go away no you have to sit with your feelings identify with them um communicate with them communicate with a friend whatever or whoever so right. they they can be a reflection of what you're talking about and so it helps you identify what you're going through um so all these all the darkness that you have in your in your in the south and emo, emo, with your emotions and traumas that all needs to be identified once you identify it, then you can work with it you can see right. why you why is it that you're feeling this way what emotions that you're feeling is why who do you have to forgive mm. and you know you then you start to, the forgiveness pro, the forgiveness process not only for what happened to you emotionally or traumatically or fearfully but you also forgive yourself too as well right which right. is a big thing you know so the south is basically is identifying the emotions and and then letting them go and 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 knowing how to let them go by by someone's helping you to guide them to guide you through letting them go um, to right. like, like the serpent, which is the snake and which is the serpent. If you notice a snake shed the skin all at once. So you want to shed all emotions and fears all at once uh, shedding, you know, shedding this, um, uh, all that no longer serves you, all the, all the stuff that's been holding you back, 
all the stuff that your that your heart has been constricted to 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 because you want to really open your heart like you were saying you know it's all about communicating from your heart and that is where you want to respond from as you go in life how do you communicate from the heart well you have to first learn what's what's constricting your heart what emotions what baggage are you carrying that needs to be let go and this is a great time yeah for a new year you know a new way of life and a new and every day every day is awakening to this process Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And this is one of the things that I love about the the shamanic work that we do is because it's done in community. It's done with other people. And I, I always view it sort of this way, that most of our emotional trauma occurred be, through interactions with other people. And so to undo those traumas, I feel it's important to work with other people in a safe space because that can help to reveal sort of what's going on underneath that we don't always see. So you might be in ceremony and there's somebody there who maybe triggers us because they represent a father figure, a sibling, a a mother, or, or somebody else who maybe caused us some trauma. And through being, being made aware of that by their presence and working through that, we're then able to release its hold on us. So w- one of the things I always like to say, it's like to support us in dealing with the emotional stuff is have conversations with, with good supportive friends that, that when there's something going on that need to express can be very helpful. So connect with somebody who you feel can hold a safe space for you to, to not to, judge you not to fix you not to change it but just to listen so that when we express we can let go of of these emotions that we've been holding on to that we may not even have realized and and just by expressing it we we can help to release that energy totally and what you would you what you just expressed right there is so important who's on the other side listening because yeah. that is so important that that I mean you as if, if you're if you're with someone someone sharing all these emotions and stuff like that then you have to really pay attention and the greatest gift you can give anybody is your total attention your presence because mm-hmm. when you do that without expressing a, a judgment or just to, just by listening mm-hmm. you're, you're you're holding space for them to allow them to to kind of release that stuff Right. without judgment because then they'll they'll be open to, to to give you more more releasing and more emotions than what they're going through right so on right. the other side is that all the persons that are got to be totally ready and listen this, this is what you're this is what the medicine is all about too you're training to be that listener right because you went right. through it and that, and that was one of the big things that i learned in in being a facilitator in the in the work that i do was about just really being present with the person and and just listening and 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 it's interesting how when you just listen and hold space for somebody they feel safe and that feeling of safety allows them to go deeper in their process exactly exactly all right we got to take another break uh when we come back we'll go from the south to the west and we'll talk about the jaguar okay sounds good
Beautiful. All right, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And anyone on the Facebook Live, if you have questions around any of this stuff, please type your questions into the comments section. I'll make sure we get to it. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m. So tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it the potential for a more rewarding life, a life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to couragetochange.us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Before I get back to the conversation, I just want to give a quick shout out to a dear friend of mine who just came out with a book called Connecting with Crystals. My friend, Laurel Rothke, she's a wonderful, wonderful uh, crystal healer. And it, I just got the copy yesterday, and it's a wonderful book on crystals. Those people who know me know, like, I have a huge crystal collection. I love working with crystals. And she has listings here on over 250 different kinds of crystals. Very short, easy to read, nice pictures. Um, this is not a paid sponsorship. I'm just doing this because I love Laurel and, and she's wonderful. And I just uh, very, very happy with the book. You can get it on Amazon and all over bookstores, Connecting with Crystals. So check it out. Anybody out there who's interested in working with crystals, it's a wonderful book. And I'll see, I'll, I'll talk to her about getting her on the show. I'm just, I'm so booked out with guests. I have to figure out where I can squeeze her in, but we'll get her on the show. Anyway, back to my dear friend, Eddie Medicine Whisperers Rodriguez. We're talking about the medicine wheel, the different derivatives and support us at this time. So we've talked about the South, the serpent dealing with emotions. We now move to the West, the Jaguar. 
Yeah, so the winds of the west, Otorongo, Mother Sister Jaguar, uh, you, you help us roam the earth. It's about more of, the, of getting into your physical, to movement, to exercising your body, to being more in nature, and to see how, the, how your teachings are, are, are being manifested into nature. And nature is giving you that back to you. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's, it's going beyond fears, it's going beyond the anger that we go through, so beyond, even beyond death and beyond guilt, mm-hmm. beyond shame, and just all beyond the mythologies and belief systems that you've acquired in your lifetime up to, up to this point, mm-hmm. and to just let go of them, to let go of the attachments. Yeah. And, 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 you, and, you, and you see this all over in many traditions. Um, I've been I've, I've been up in the in the Himalayas where they they practice non attachment all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. It, it, yeah, yeah. Just to give a real, real quick story, I was in, in the Himalayas where the monks um, they were wearing this orange robe and they go into the robe and they pull out this smartphone. I said, "Whoa, what's going on with that?" <laughs> you know? And the head monk started laughing. He said, "Well, you know, they have one thing you can you can own a fifty five inch screen TV, all these." gadget stuff like that but do not become attached to them <laughs> ah yes yes absolutely but this but uh but the west is about um um jumping into who you who you are becoming mm. um non-attachment to the world and just roaming the earth in the physical form of balance and being in balance with nature and all around you yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the physical is also about presence, right? Absolutely. And, and what you said about being in nature, I mean, that's what I always recommend to people, especially I feel at this time that that being in nature, and this is something that um, my wife and I have been doing. I mean, we're very, we live in the middle of the city, but we're very fortunate we live right next to Central Park. Mm. So for us, one of the, the, uh, uh, processes or one of the exercises that we do is at night and i know a lot of people think it's not safe to go into central park at night we do it all the time but after dinner we'll go for a two three four mile walk in the park and we'll just walk around and that's our opportunity to be in nature now again it's not the same nature that if you're outside the city and you're near a national park where where it's very different that's even better uh, but even those of us who are in the city, and if you can't, if you're not near Central Park, maybe you're near one of the rivers, or maybe you're near someplace, but but find some place in nature that you can just spend some time with. Because even because we're so indoors so much these days, because of the pandemic and everything going on, the importance of connecting to nature, it's so vital to us. And I know for myself, I missed it so much. I actually, during the summertime, when things weren't so bad, I actually went on a hike. A friend of mine led a hike out in uh, Greenwood Lake in, in New Jersey. And it just felt so good to be walking through the mountains and the trees and everything. It, 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 it just it was so wonderful. Unfortunately, I like, banged up my ankles. I couldn't do any hiking after that. But I'm, I'm definitely next summer getting getting back into it. But being in nature, because when you're in nature, you know, by, with the trees and, and, and animals and stuff. And I've actually, I've seen so many animals in Central Park uh, uh, since March. I've seen raccoons like crazy. I see so many raccoons. I even saw a coyote once. I've seen the barred owl, you know, owls and hawks. I see hawks actually outside my window almost every day. Um, 
And and actually, I don't know if you heard, Eddie, but whales have been spotted in the Hudson River in the bay uh, oh, because wow. there's less travel, there's less stuff going on, so the water's cleaner, so there's more fish, so the whales are showing up. And so it just shows us that when man, when human beings kind of get out of the way, like nature comes back. And to me, that's a very hopeful message. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, from the from the South, once we recognize the emotions, how do you release it? How do you let it go? How do you detach from them? Nature Going into nature is one way to doing it. And when you have your mindset going into nature, like in the morning or in the, in the evening, when you do it, it's just walking in the ground. When you walk into the ground, it just... The ground can just suck up on that energy and you can just mm. intentionally release that energy right into the ground. You can even stop the nature. You can stomp your feet in nature uh, just to get rid of that the energy that you've, you've acquired during all these fears and, and stuff. Yeah. And it kind of feels good once you, you know, when, when a runner finishes running, it feels yeah. so good because you've run all that energy and, you, and you're pouncing on that ground and that ground is just absorbing that energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, my wife is loves to f- hug trees now. So <laughs> we find like like hugging trees, you want to release energy, you give it to a tree. It, it takes it and more. Yeah, even on the in, even in the beach, walking in the sand. I give yeah. a, a lot of advice to my to to my clients. You know, uh, you know, uh how do you, how do I how, to be grounded? How do I get rid of some of the emotions? Well, walk into nature, go go barefoot if you can. Yeah. Go in the yeah. beach. Yes. Walk in water, you know, salt water, take a salt bath even. Yes. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, earthing, you know, going barefoot on the ground. It's so, so, so helpful. All right. Let, let's move along to the north, our ancestors, the hummingbird. The hummingbird <laughs> to the winds of the north. <laughs> hummingbird, I see Wakenti. That's, uh, uh, that's the direction where... Um, we honor and acknowledge our grandmothers, grandfathers, and ancient ones, the, our guardians of this land, to come to our gathering to teach us the ancient ways and wisdom that they've had in their lives and they've bestowed mm-hmm. upon us. Um, and also, this is Siwankenti, the hummingbird, which is that this path that we're in is so long and so arduous, but we just keep drinking from the nectar of life that gives us just this, 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 the elements of all that is around us. Mm-hmm. I mean, the energy around us all the time, as you know. Yeah. But uh, um, this is all the ancient teachings that allows us to 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 and to for us to embrace and to hone into ourselves, so that we can regurgitate that to our young ones, right. to those who are coming before us. Um, so, lessons to practice. You know, you 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 practice invisibility. This is a time when you practice. Mm-hmm. You master time. Um, mm-hmm. You you, know, you start mastering. The things in your life and how do you, how do you approach life as a, as an elder? As elders are usually very quiet; right. <laughs> they don't say much until they know when to say when to say it. Yes, right. Like that old um, Chinese parable of the student who comes, you know, searching for years, years for this one master, and, and he, he climbs mountains and he goes through this arduous task, and he finally gets there and he starts telling his master all about what it took for him to get to see him. And the master says, like, would you like a cup of tea? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he continues to talk about all this. And the master keeps filling up the, the cup with hot water until it's overflowing and it's spilling onto the floor. And he's like, master, master, what are you doing? The cup is overflowing. And the master's like, the same way that uh, you cannot add more water to a cup that's already full. I cannot give anything <laughs> to a mind that's already full. 
and and uh, you learn that you know you you show up it's it's about learning to listen right as the old expression goes we have two ears and one mouth so we should be listening twice as much <laughs> as we're speaking so um, that is so and, true and, and the north it's for up for me it's the, the mind and so it's our intellectual life so so in this period of time what to do the exercise i do it's it's about planning right it's a it it's measuring it's it's thinking about you know what can i do figuring things out the mind can is a wonderful tool when we put it to work but we want to put it to work purposefully not let it run rampant so is is there some idea you would like to uh, manifest? Is there something you would like to, to create? Like for me, this past year was about my book, you know, launching my, my, my book, Everyday Awakening. And so it was about planning and working on it and using my mind in, in some fashion. And this, the way you're talking about it with the hummingbird, right? And think about the mind, the mind moves very quickly, like a hummingbird's wings. Um, but it's about uh, knowledge and about receiving knowledge from our ancestors to be able to pass it on to the next generation. So how do we do that? Um, to think about what is the knowledge that we have? Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is, um, uh, this is something that's instilled in, already instilled in us and we don't know it until we've learned it. You know, like, like the saying goes, you know, um, when the student's ready, the master appears, the teacher appears, yes. the ancient yes. one appears, and they'll start telling you and then guide you. But it's, it's uh, like, like you're saying, it's, so, it's all about the, uh, how, how you set your mind up um, in your path, because the mind is a very powerful tool. You know, we have, I, I, I talk about a little bit of neuroscience, too. You know, we have two minds. We have the brain mind and we have the body mind. Our mm. body mind is our, that, that 95% unconscious state that we live in. Mm. We have to train that. We have to retrain the way we think, the way we feel, and how right. we think. Right. Retraining the mind into a different pers perspective is really the goal of, of our humanness to understand this human mm. humanness because we we've been culturally patterned to how we are in this in, at this moment in life where we are. Where's your, where's your state of being? Where's your state of consciousness? Right here at this moment, where is it? You know, right. is it in the past? Is it in the future? Or is it present? Yeah. You know, respecting yeah. it. So un understanding, like you were saying, understanding how your mind is and approaching, approaching things in a more still way, in a more present way, gives you more of an insight and in how to react to whatever comes in your field. Right. Do you know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we got to take this is our last break of the okay. show. And then we okay. come back. And then when we come back, we'll go to the east and work with the condor and the eagle. Um, so everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour has been a fellow alchemist and shamanic facilitator, Eddie, Medicine Whisperers Rodriguez. And we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. 
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Eddie Medicine Whispers Rodriguez, uh, all about the medicine wheel, the four directions, and and how they can serve us, the understanding of our emotional life, our physical life, our intellectual life, and now the East, our spiritual life, the condor, the eagle. Eddie, how do we use the, the, the direction of the East to serve us at this time? Okay, to the winds of the east, great eagle condor. Hmm, that's beautiful. It's one of the last, well, not the last, but the, for the four directions, it's it's the mo- one of the most powerful ones too. Is well, they're all powerful, but this one shows you how to. Um, this archetype is about um, going to the place of the rising sun, the place of our becoming. Uh, the principle here is to seeing from a higher perspective with vision of clarity, like an eagle can see uh, from from miles away and, and 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 how to respond to things, not only with your vision and with your mind, but also with your heart. Uh, it's about connecting both the, the seeing and the heart space. Yeah. It's about it's about clarity. It's about seeing with clarity, seeing from your truth, speaking from your truth, speaking from your fifth chakra and the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. And who you are becoming and, and just dreaming your world into being. This right. is what manifesting is all about. Right. Absolutely. And when you when you think about the, the birds like the eagles and the condor, they fly very, very high and they have a, a, a very broad perspective on life. And so for me personally, the way I find that for me to get that broad perspective is that's like when I sit and meditate and I just be still and present to my thoughts, my feelings, to my life in general, that then I can have a broader perspective. I see things a little more clearly because I can sort of pull myself back from being embroiled in the middle of it and and get that distance and view things, as they say, from the 50,000 foot a view of life. And then that way, uh, not to get so 
attached, as we talked about before, embroiled with the, the little minute day-to-day sort of details, but really pull back and see a broader view of things. Yes, and not allowing, exactly, not allowing your emotions get in the way of how you're going to respond to it. When you respond from emotions and fear, you're, you're responding from your subconscious world that you've lived in before. But, we, but to going through the medicine wheel, you've, you're, you're, you're embracing that healing into that moment of how now you're expressing what you've been taught, what you, what you, what you, what you healed within yourself. When, and when you heal within yourself, all this um, um, stuff that you've gone through in your life, then you can clearly express from your heart without, without judgment, without, without, um, without fear of, of, uh, of being harassed or anything like that. But right, this, this, right. Is a, this, this, this is about really, you know, seeing yourself clearly, seeing others clearly mm-hmm. and allowing everybody to be as they are. That's really important because you're not, you're allowing everything to be as they are because that's who they are. You cannot change them. Right. You can only change you. Right. But it's, it's, it's about seeing clearly and becoming a new, you know, flying wing to wing into the, into this earth. It's, it's becoming alive, flying, flying everywhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, and when we see ourselves more clearly, then we see others more clearly. Exactly. And, and to me, this has been one of the big lessons is like really getting to know ourselves, our motivations, th- those parts of ourselves that we don't like those dark little hidden corners where maybe we feel a little shameful about <clears throat> certain things we've done or we felt and really getting to know it and understand it and accept it and love it and embrace it as part of ourselves, not letting it control us, but knowing that it's there and giving space to it to heal, that then we really can see others more clearly Be- because when we know ourselves and we know those underlying things, then when we see somebody else, then we can see what are their wounds? What are their underlying unresolved uh, challenges that they may be parts of themselves that maybe they haven't accepted and embraced and, and loved themselves, right? Exactly. And what you were saying is so right, is so right on. When you see other sp- healing stuff like that, however, too, you may see something within yourself that you haven't really truly healed. Oh, I got to see what this, what this is all about. So you go back into that circle again, you know, and and continuing to reveal all the shadow stuff that's, that, that, that's been hidden and embracing those shadow stuff, embracing all your emotions and fears and then all that stuff become your ally. And that's your power because now you've learned to, now you learn to manage them. You know, a memory, a memory without the charge is called wisdom. Ah, Ooh, I like that. that memory can no longer, that, that emotion, that fear, that trauma that you went through, you've healed, but it cannot touch you anymore. Right. It, cannot, it, cannot, it cannot be part of your expression of how you are in your life. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and there is value in, in the experience. There's value in the trauma when we're not attached to it, when we've healed it. That, that, as you said, there's wisdom there. And then that wisdom kind of serves us in how we can connect with someone else who's experienced the same kind of thing. In knowing that our process of healing it, that then to know what someone else needs to go through to heal it for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, this gives us a Buddhist perspective of a clearer vision 
of our destiny as we go through this pandemic as an awakening. Because this 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 whole year, um, I'm usually traveling around the world somewhere. <laughs> and this is the first time this is, I've been kind of grounded. And you know, I don't I didn't I didn't seem to mind it because I got to do home projects that I've been wow. putting off. You know, I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do I, so I go somewhere else <laughs> to, take, to take my attention away. But I need to put my attention here and right. put my attention in here too more. Yes. You know, see what I'm saying? So yes. it's 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 this pandemic has been a, a blessing in a yeah. way for me here. And and I, and I feel like it's a been a blessing for the earth. The earth has yeah. is in the process of healing too. Yes. Everything in everything in nature is healing right now. Right. So we have to allow that healing. Then we'll come we're gonna come out of this. Not like what's not like I was before. This is a new norm. We're gonna go to a new earth. Yeah. We need to do that. Yeah. And this is a really great awakening. As 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 you and many and many healers that I know of, we've all been preparing for this moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. And, and, and many things are going to change, but a lot of those things were unsustainable the way they were. So they needed to change. So it's kind of like we needed some big thing to, to, to be able to uh, push us to let go of these structures and, and ways of being that just didn't work for us. Brother, I could talk to you all day know, long. Fortunately, we're out of time. If if people want to learn more about you or get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, I'm uh, I'm, I'm getting my uh, my website getting uh, um, prepared right now. It should be coming out very soon. It's called fractaldetox.com. Oh. <laughs> and it's all about fractals and um, and and. Um, the way we can detox, the way we can balance, rebalance our lives and, and, and into, into everything else and consciousness. And it's, it's a, it's going to be a great site. And I offer my, my, my services there as well. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Let me know when that site is up. I'll definitely share it out. Um, do you want to give out man. your email address or anything, or just sure. in case someone wants to get a hold of you? Sure. Medicinewhispers at gmail.com. Beautiful. Beautiful. Medicine whispers at gmail.com. Eddie, brother, thank you so much wow. for taking the time out of your day to come on the show. It was a pleasure to have you on. And, and I look forward to uh, hopefully before too long being in your presence again and doing some more beautiful work together. You got it, my friend. Thank you for making this platform visible for the earth, for all of us. Thank Appreciate you. That. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, for, for tuning in today and, and always for staying with us uh, throughout the, the years of, of doing the show and, and creating this platform. Please, if, if there's some value, please share it with your friends. Um, you know, let others know. Don't keep us the best kept secret. Uh, let people know about this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Ken's Foster's show of Voices of Courage. Followed later today at 7 p.m. tonight <clears throat> with Graham Dobbins' show, uh, uh, The Mind Behind Leadership. And tomorrow, we've got a brand new show starting at 10 a.m., Philanthropy in Focus. Um, we've actually got two new shows starting tomorrow. It's a whole block of four shows, Philanthropy in Focus at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., uh, always Friday, uh, 12 o'clock, um, the, the Entrepreneurial Web. And then at one o'clock, uh, Wise Content Creates Wealth, a whole block of business shows. I hope you'll join in at, on Talk Radio. Thank you all. And also, if anyone else, we're, the station is growing tremendously. 
if you know of anybody or if you're interested in starting your own show, please feel free to contact me. You can email me at sam at talkradio.nyc and we could talk about what it takes to have a show on our network. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader the personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.